Hello, everybody. This is Sensei Anthony Thomas with another episode of the Karate Chronicles on July the 31st, Monday. And I'm going to ask you guys something. Do you have what it takes? And when I ask that, I mean, do you have what it takes to us to respond appropriately to whatever situation you may encounter? And I'm talking about a physical confrontation. I'm talking about when the rubber hits the road, do you have what it takes mentally to do what has to be done? Now, we all can maybe kick and punch someone and understand that that is appropriate to the situation. But I'm not talking about a fight for ego. I'm talking about an assault against your life. If someone pulls a knife on you, and you are an Aikidoka, are you willing to snap their wrist to make them let go? If you're being surrounded with your girlfriend, boyfriend, mother, daughter, son, whomever, are you willing as a judo player to spike someone on their head on concrete? If you are a striker, are you willing to grab someone by the scruff of the neck or by their collar and knee them in the face until they're limp? If you've never thought of that, then I just want to put that in your mental Rolodex because a lot of people equate self-defense as just, oh, I just do enough until the person is no longer a threat. Absolutely. And that is what we hope for. But the issue is, what must you do to another person to ensure that they're no longer a threat? I don't think martial artists in our society today, at least in America, or maybe everywhere, I don't know. I don't think that most martial artists even consider the fact that they may have to do that. I have to tell you, having survived a knife encounter once, what saved me mostly was footwork and a folding chair. If I did not have that folding chair, things could have gone very differently either in terms of injury to me or injury to the other person. But I tell you what, until that chair became my weapon, I was willing to do whatever needed to be done. Because there's two things that I like. My dad always says, if he didn't do what he had done, you wouldn't have done what you had done. And even more to the point, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu instructor named Alan Goez he said, it sounds better in Portuguese, but in English it says, basically, better his mother cry than yours. That's real, right? And I'm not talking about enjoying the fact that you may have to take a life or break an arm or break a leg or break a neck. I'm not talking about enjoying this at all. I'm not talking about, well, you know, if this guard did me, I would just... No, if you're thinking that way, if you find any pleasure in that idea, please get off this podcast. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to enlighten you. But for the rest of us, have you made that mental switch? Have you, do you have that mental switch in your head that makes self-defense by any means necessary possible? Again, I don't take pride in the ability to do that. I'm not a violent man. I just happen to be skilled and violence.
I don't like watching people get hurt, and I don't like hurting people. But I'm willing to go to a place mentally that many people are not, which is why I have been effective as a self-defense instructor and how I've been able to save my health on a number of occasions. Again, this is not ego or, or bravado. This is about the truth. If you have not done so, I really encourage all of you to consider within your art what techniques you may have to use to defend yourself or your principles or your loved ones. Because that's real stuff. Anyway, let me know how you guys feel, okay? You can call in here or check me out at martialartsoakland.com. You guys, be sure to take care of yourselves and each other. Bye-bye.